again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Alvarigo.com. Ali, good to be with you, sir. Yes, good to be with you, too. I'm sorry I'm a little late. I was just like, you know, no, me on Mondays. My Monday's cra- crazy. It's hectic. I, I have a, uh, um early rise at 6 o'clock in the morning, uh, drive my daughter to school, come back, do some paperwork, some emails, billing, paid a lot of bills this morning. Then I'm off to put on my kickboxing hat. And I'm a kickboxing instructor. Then I shoot back, and we do our podcast. And I shoot back again in my dojo and do a staff meeting. So I love being busy. I, I think it's interesting. But it also ties into our topic of the day, which is and, – and by the way, so here's something that I want the listeners to understand. You and I kind of – we kind of just talk, and we come up with concepts that we know could help our listeners. But very often, isn't it true that you and I are on the same page? Like you'll go, hey, I just came up with an idea, and I go, wow, that's my leadership team of the month message and, and, and lesson plan. And, or uh, I'm going through it, and I go, hey, I want to do this. And you're like, I was just thinking of that. So it's kind of cool that we're in sync even though we're yeah, hundreds that, of miles away. Right. Not the music group, by the way. But, uh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, cool. So you wanted to talk about how time hacks, right, how we waste our time. And my leadership team uh, lesson, I'm working with kids, and uh, the first lesson of the week, uh, homework for last week, was to log all their hours of everything they do, you know, generally speaking. So I got a lot of their homework this week where it was like, oh, I woke up at this time. I had breakfast at that time. I went to school from this time to that time. Now, this last lesson was to really dial it down and see exactly where we spend our time um, and to figure out where we're wasting our time. Yeah, right? and, and let's – yeah, why don't you – because you're the one that turned me on to the whole time diary, you know, type right. thing. Why don't you quickly explain that, why it's effective, and then let's get into some time hacks. Well, first off, there's 168 hours in a, in a week, right? 24 hours a day times seven. When we look at our hours spent, most people are under the illusion that they have no time, right? And when they, when they say, I have no time for that, and by the way, I'm sure every school owner has heard someone say that. I have no time for uh, martial arts. My kids are so busy they don't have time for it. When we're maybe asking for like a three-class-a-week commitment for one hour, that's three hours. We have 168 hours in the week. Granted, some of it we sleep, some of it we uh, eat, some of it we spend in the bathroom with hygiene and showering and all the other stuff, Um, and those are fixed time slots. Um, However, there are a lot of different things that we could be doing to save time. Like, for instance, uh, you know, you may – you, you use this a lot. You may want to read a book. So some people think, well, I don't have time for that. Well, you read or you, you listen to audio books on your way to and from work, on your way to and from the dojo, on your way to do errands, right? You pop in in that audio book. So you're, you're not listening to music, which I love, um, which is just a mindless activity, which is phenomenal when you need it. But if you want to accomplish and read, you could do it while you're doing something else where there's something that you're you know, you have to drive somewhere. Why not listen to the book you're looking to read or the book on how to improve your sales or the book on how to manage your life or business of one minute millionaire or whatever the case may be. You know, so those are, those are important things. So what do you think? I mean, time hacks, people don't realize what sucks up their time, right? Time vampires, I call them. Right. So yeah, that's what Dan Kennedy calls them. uh, Yeah. Dan Kennedy calls them time vampires. Um, and that's who I first heard the term from. So maybe you got that from him or maybe he stole it from I you. Could. Um, I could have, yeah. So, um, well, you know, I, and I, I wrote a list real quick um, just because I, I've had people in the past ask me, you know, how do you get so much done? I don't know that 
I, I am a lazy person. And so when I, and I say that to people and they, they don't believe me. They're like, you get so much done. How can you say that you're lazy? Well, I guess maybe part of it, I don't want to say part of it is marketing. Um, I don't, you know, necessarily believe that, but, um, you know, it is, it's a, it, I, I do, I want to be a productive person, but I, I also want to, you know, kind of be the lazy life type thing, if that makes sense, right? Well, here's the thing. Let's rephrase that because I often say exactly what you say. I, I, you know, I'm lazy by nature, right? But I'm really not. But I find enough time to, like, I binged watch the first season with my daughter and girlfriend of Gotham this weekend. That's a lot of hours, like nine episodes of TV. Um, of course, we were snowed in. There was a blizzard. But, um, but I get to do that kind of stuff. It's not like I pushed all my responsibilities to the side and didn't do anything. I am so organized as far as my time, and I get more done in a day than most people do in a week, um, and uh, and I'm able to still have time, and that's what I'm teaching my students. Like, let's if you love to play basketball or handball, but you have no time for it, well, find a way to maximize your time and be more efficient at other things and do less of that because you're better at it and be more efficient at it so that you have more time to do the things you love, like handball, or like you say, being lazy, which is not really true. You're never lazy, Dwayne. But at the same time, you have time to to relax, right? Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, the first one I wanted to bring up, and again, these are in no uh, particular order, so uh, it's to plan your day the night before. Uh, if not right. the night before, then you need to make sure that you plan it. you got to get up early enough to plan it before, the, you know, you got to hit the ground running. Yeah. But before you do that, you and, and I'd like to just turn you on to a webinar that we did a few weeks ago. It, could, it was sometime last month. But anyways, the replay is up at schoolandertalk.com, uh, and it's called the um, uh, Six Steps to Implementation. And inside right. of that webinar, I'll just give you the three Ps, um, uh, you know, and the, the three Ps aren't the six steps, but you need these three Ps before you get those six steps. Uh, the first P is project time. Uh, second P is process time. And then the third P is planning time. And real quickly, mm-hmm. uh, plan, you, you have to have time to plan things. And then, um, that's self-explanatory what planning is. You write things down and we go over a little bit more in detail in that webinar. So I'm not going to spend time on that. Um, the, the, the process time, to me, what that is, is that's when you're servicing your customers. That's when you're teaching out on the floor. That's when you're doing your intros and all those other things. And then project time is the time that you have set aside to actually get X, Y, or Z um, project done, you know, whether it's right. set up for the Nerf, Nerf War event or your tournament or whatever it is. So that's number one is plan your day. But there's things yeah. that have to be done prior to planning your day. Next one I wrote down is uh, focus on one task at a time. Um, yeah, it's 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 a known fact that we cannot multitask, even though we pretend like we do. Um, we cannot, so we have to really focus in on that one project at a time. Uh, and again, this is in no particular order. Uh, number three, I wrote down is to uh, check your email in the afternoon. Stop getting on your email first thing in the morning because you know that's when you and I, okay. So Allie, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out, right? Okay. Right before we got on, we hit record, you said, hey, I had this person email me because of my leadership team. Now, this, right. is, um, this isn't as bad as it could be, but now you need to email that person back and 
you have a lot of things that, and I don't know when you checked it because you did. You said you got up at six a.m. So I don't know when you checked. No, it. No, I actually. But when I, I just got the email right before, right before I saw it, saw you, started speaking with you. That's when the email came in. So. Okay, but most of us, and I did this too. I would go in first thing in the morning, check my email, and I'd have a complaint. And then, right? Does that does that complaint need to be taken care of? Absolutely, it does. But mm-hmm. I, I don't need to be taking care of that first thing in the morning. For me, right. my most my mo, like my productive time is in the morning. Once I hit after lunch, it, it's done. Because for me, one o'clock ends my lunch. One to one thirty is when I check and send out emails, and and pretty much after that, the afternoon is finished because yeah. classes are going to start by four. Um, mm-hmm. need to be there by, by three o'clock in order to get things ready, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. uh, and, and I'm, and I'm saying that as, as if I was the one that was going in teaching every single day. Uh, I don't do that now, but when I was doing that, that's how I had to manage my time. And so for right. me, I needed to check, check my emails, uh, in the, I found checking them in the afternoon is better. The other thing is this, and, and I, I actually wrote down a little bit farther down, I, uh, where is it at? Oh, uh, try to, um, Try to keep your emails, limit your emails to uh, about four or five sentences, and that's it. And try to limit the email uh, traffic back and forth. So, Allie, you can attest to this. You know, when I send you an email or even through Skype or whatever, and sometimes even a text, uh, and I do this with my staff and I do it with other people, is I'll write what it is that I want to write, and then I'll put in there, if yes, then this. If no, then this. So like, especially with my staff, you know, uh, did Mr. Jones show up for class, right? Uh, if yes, then do this. If no, then do this. And that's just a generic way. But inside of your emails, you want to try to limit the back and forth uh, for you and the other person. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it limits your time on email. So that's that's another time serve or a, a time hack. Do you want me to keep going on, or you got another one you want to do? Well, well no, I want to I want to just first stay. Uh, I want to kind of go back and comment on the first one. I think you said was to, in order to be productive, you have to set up your tasks the day before or the morning early bef- before you start. I like the day before, and here's the reason why. It's because when you're in the, like we say this in our coaching calls, when you're in the thick of things, when you're in the minutia of the day-to-day, you're manipulated by events that are going on. Like I saw that email. So my priority would be to answer the email. Um, you know, I, I have a coaching call with you, so my priority call is to be with you. Um, you know, so, and then, but other things can throw me off path quite easily. So if I have a list of my tasks throughout the day and I prioritize them according to um, importance, you know, like, I list them 10 things out. Hey, I'll show you. For example, I, I won't, uh, you probably won't be able to see it, but this morning, this is so far what I've done for the day. I don't know if you kind of could see that. Um, but anyway, yeah. just hold so it for a second to the camera. There yeah. you go. There you go. Right? So, so with that being said, um, I woke up at seven o'clock, you know, or actually six o'clock, drove my daughter to school by seven o'clock, taught my kickboxing class at 930. Those are physical events I had to be there for. Right? But I, Balanced my checkbook in the morning. I sent out emails. I did my social media for my kickboxing program, for my martial art tournament that's coming up. I balanced and reconciled all my stuff with my website company. I paid bills online. I taught the class. And, and now I'm back with you. 
and we're doing our podcast, right? So these are things that I knew of ahead of time. I, I wrote them out the day before, so I knew what I had to do right away. It saves you so much time, and you're much more organized when you do it that way. So that's one thing that I highly recommend that you had said. Yeah, and, you know, that's the beautiful thing about our business is there's a lot of repetition in our business, right? You uh, have to uh, – let's just take white belts. You teach the white belt the low block. Every time a new white belt comes in, you teach them a low block. So you can right. create those 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 repetitious things inside or the schedules inside of your business. Same thing. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. This is your schedule on Mondays. And this goes back to your whole DNA that you created, um, you know, the daily necessary activities where, right. you know, you're going to do this on Monday, this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday. I would even go far as to say that you um, schedule those as well. So I'm, all, you know, like for instance, you know, my program director is in there at 8 o'clock this morning. You know, from yeah. uh, 8 to 8.30, this is what she does. From 8.30 to 9, this is what she does. Once 9 o'clock clock hits, then she can start making phone calls. I don't have her call anybody until after 9 o'clock. Right. So she'll start making the phone calls for the people that are coming in that night uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, show up for trials or, or whatever it is for reminders. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that all falls under the header of planning your day. And again, some of the plans can be, um, you know, on purpose. You know, they're going to be there every single week at the same time, so why not put them in there? Well, well, that's my, my DNA. And, by the way, you're right. I have them, and sometimes my staff doesn't do this, but I have them in level of priority. So, like, if number one is the first task they should do, number two is the second, and then they should go down the list. However, you know how it is with people. Um, and people who are listening will probably attest to this as them as the habit. They're going to do what they like the best first. They're going to do what's easiest first, especially employees and staff. They're going to do with what they're most comfortable with first. And the easiest projects, because even for me, I'm a list checker, right? Like, I've already checked off everything on my list so far. I, I will, if, if you and I um, just happen to talk uh, by accident after this, I would write it down in my planner and probably check it off, because I love to check things on the list, right? However, um, you know, when my program managers get in, I don't want them to start where they feel most comfortable. I want them to start from the top of the list, because that's my priority, you know, trial classes day of and, and day after, you know, calling back all we miss you calls, making sure. And it goes through this list in sequence. And quite often I have to yell at my staff or not yell at them, but reprimand them or at least replan them um, and say, listen, this is why I have it in this order, because this is the most order of priority. And I have to remind them. That's a better word. Remind them of it. Well, and that goes back to um, a podcast that we did. And I forget what it was called, but, you know, rules for your business. And, and right. Uh, you know, I, we, one of our rules is, you know, we service our customer first, then we service the lead, we service the prospect, then we service the suspect. And all those uh-huh. are defined inside that podcast. Um, maybe I can look that up and throw that on this, uh, yeah. um, on this thread here and, and, and we could even put it into the, um, uh, the podcast notes and stuff. So, but anyways, so, um, next one I have written down is, uh, go to bed early. Um, yeah. Now, that being said, some of you are night owls. And, you know, your whole circadian rhythm is different than mine. You know, I am pretty much, you know, by 10 o'clock, I'm winding down, 1030, I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in bed because I get up at 530 every single morning. Um, right. And that works for me. So you got to find out what works for you. But you're, you're going to bed early, could be 2 a.m. because you get up at 9 a.m. That's okay right. as long as you create the schedule and follow it. So when I say go to bed early, I don't mean that you have to be, you know, like me and go to bed by 1030. 
Uh, but what I'm saying is come up with a scheduled time. Next one, next time hack uh, is to uh, get a cleaning service to clean your school, get a cleaning service to clean your house, uh, get a, a lawn service to do your lawn, or have your child do it. Because there are and, – and then alongside with that is, is – um, well, I'll get into that in a minute. But um, there are tasks that you should not be doing. And I didn't understand that. You know, I, there was a time that I was, you know, cleaning or I would, um, you know, even pay my instructors to clean or, or whatever it was. And uh, my instructors hated cleaning. Um, but it was part of the job until they had to do it. And so the, the nice thing about having, you know, somebody else coming in and cleaning, a cleaning service, is that's what they do for a living. Um, and then my instructors don't have to do it. I don't have to touch it because I hate cleaning. I mean, I like things to be cleaned. I just don't want to have to clean it up. Uh, yeah. So, and, 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 and to be honest with you, um, and this sounds horrible to say, but, Allie, you know what I'm speaking about, is that's not the best use of my time. Right. That's not where my talent is. Can I do it? Certainly. Um, and that goes back to uh, knowing what your time is worth. And if you don't right. know what your time is worth, you should go to schoolandatalk.com and download the uh, uh, Martial Arts Business Manifesto that Allie and I put out a couple of years ago because um, th- th- besides the other ton of information that's inside of there, uh, we'll give you the whole calculations on how to figure out what your time is worth. And you'll be amazed to find out that, oh, my gosh, this task I shouldn't be doing, this task I shouldn't be doing, this task I shouldn't be doing. The scary thing is to hire somebody else to do it because then you, th- you think you're saving yourself money. And, and, you know, in a generic way, you are. But really what you're doing and the way you should be looking at it is you are actually creating, you're restraining yourself from making more money. And that's, I believe, the way that you need to look at it. It's all about perspective. Yes, are you saving yourself money? Yes. But you're actually restraining yourself from making more money than what you would even spend on that time. Anything that you want to talk about with that quickly before I move on to the next time? Yeah, well, well, again, sometimes, and by the way, for, for everybody who's out there, it depends on what phase of your business. You know, you might be a one-man show, and you might be just getting by, um, and there's that fear, um, wow, I can't afford to hire someone, so what do I do? So I'll do it myself. And in the beginning, that's okay. Um, the more money you make, I want you to think like Dwayne, where you could then start allocating and deciding what you're good at and what you shouldn't be doing. Because, you know, to be honest, like one of my clients is the worst bookkeeper ever. And I think, honestly, just in mistakes and errors and missed billing, he loses more money than he could be when he's making, uh, you know, hiring a bookkeeper. So we finally, after years of me pestering, he hired a bookkeeper. Unfortunately, this bookkeeper seems to be really unorganized, so we're, we may be firing this bookkeeper and hiring someone new. However, just having that bookkeeper is giving him some sanity to focus on more of the things that he likes. So I used to hear him say things like, I can't take it anymore, I'm going to sell, I'm going to get into a different business, and now I'm hearing like, oh, I, you know, my bookkeeper did this and I had a fun time at class because he's less 
taxed, mentally overstressed, right? So I agree with you 100% on delegating and allocating. It all depends, too, on some of your staff. Maybe they need the hours. Maybe you want to, you know, uh, want to give them more hours rather than paying someone else. That might be okay. But I agree with you. Delegation is important and, and making sure that you're not the cook, cleaner, um, you know, everything, you know, kind of guy because you can't run a business that way. You just simply can't. You're not good at everything. And, and school owners want to control everything. That's the one business that we're in that is a control issue. You know, school owners have control issues. We know we control everything because that's the nature of who we are. Um, you know, we, an attack comes our way. We want to know how to manipulate the attack and stop it from hurting us so we're in control. We don't like to be out of control. And that's where I find, and you do too, Dwayne, when we coach people, to get them to kind of open up and listen a little and be able to trust rather than control everything. So and the, those yeah. are my comments on that. Well, I was going to say, uh, you brought me into the next one was, uh, next time hack is, uh, I use QuickBooks. I use Intuit online QuickBooks. Yeah. Um, I, I used to have the actual software on my computer. Um, but now I have the online version. Nice thing about the online version is I can give my bookkeeper access to that. And, and I do have a bookkeeper best, one of the best things I ever did. Um, anyways, and then my accountant, my accountant has access via, um, the web as well. So they can get on there and they can do what they need to do. There's very little that I need to even touch almost ever. The other thing, uh, another time hack is I switched everything over to digital. So what I mean by that is I use, I, I personally use Dropbox. There is a, 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 a myriad of things that are out there that you can use, research it, find out the ones that are going to be best for you. The biggest thing is you obviously want to find out, you know, what is it that I want to use it for? Um, and maybe, you know, maybe that should be another webinar, kind of, kind of go over time hacks and, and, and actually show them in real time how to use these type of things. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, every single, every single one of my things go into Dropbox. So, uh, I have, you know, the, 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 the main folder inside there. I even have an events folder and I have different events that are in there from, you know, summer camp to, you know, Valentine's to whatever is is, is yep. all in there. And then in, inside of those things, I actually have different years. So, um, you know, I can go back and see what the advertising I did or the promotions I did. And, of course, I have the um, the event journals inside of there. I know that you turned yep. me on to, you know, doing doing event journals. Those I do do digitally. I have them on a notepad, and then I fill out, you know, the right. thing on there. And, and, and so I can go back to every single event look at the notes, you know, those type of things. So, but as much as you can get to, to digitize everything, I mean, we even, um, you know, when we have them sign the agreements and everything, and some people are already doing it on iPads and stuff, uh, which is which is great too. But we have the physical agreement, they sign it, we process it, and then, you know, boom, it gets scanned and then it gets shred, uh, shredded. So then it gets put into, we actually have every single one of our students has a folder inside of our Dropbox. And of course, I'm giving you the generic version here, but the, you know, there's a folder inside of a folder inside of a folder where, where it goes and the whole process and how it happens. But the much, the, 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 the more you can digitize things, the better off you're going to be. So that's another time hack. Um, uh, the, the, another one that I wrote down is to, um, is to take 10 minute breaks. So what I like to do is, um, uh, and, and this is another time hack too, is I, I like to set a timer. And so I will set a timer, and my goal is to work for 50 minutes straight on whatever project, and this goes into the project time, 
uh, whatever project it is that I'm working on. Now, I never, I didn't start out that way, meaning, uh, you know, I couldn't focus for 50 minutes, and that was me. I had to do it, you know, in, in like 20 minutes and then take a five-minute break in 20 minutes and five minutes. I can, I actually can sit down more than 50 minutes now, but I, I do. I get up after 50 minutes. I stretch. I move around. I, you know, I go get a drink or a cup of coffee or go to the bathroom or whatever it is, and then I get back in for the next 50 minutes. So I know that doesn't sound like a time hack, but your brain needs that reset. It needs to, uh, you know, get off of what you're doing, relax just a second, and then get right into that. What other time hacks uh, besides that? Well, well, again, here's another. I, I just got to add on to what you just said, which is all great information, and I agree with it. And, and you know, it's funny. I have the iWatch, right, The and my, my uh, girlfriend uh, bought it for me. It, it will remind – like, it's annoying at times. It'll say, time to stand, right? And it'll say things like, uh, breathe. And it has this breathing thing where li- you push okay and a little – there's like a little bubble and you breathe in and then breathe out. And then it gets deeper and deeper. For one minute, consecutively, it'll grow for the length of the breath and the length of the breath out. And then it says, good job. And believe it or not, that little bit um, – really makes a difference because we forget to do these things. We forget to get up and move. And I love when I do coaching calls because I can do them with my headset in and walk around my house. In the summer, I walk around my pool. Sometimes you say to me, I hear some wind and noise. And uh, I just love being in motion when I'm doing coaching. The sad part about these calls is I'm I'm stuck in front of a camera right now. So I, I would normally be up and about and running and you're like, you're mul- multitasking, but I'm walking and moving and, you know, that kind of thing because I, I have a different energy. So I agree with you 100%. You can't just be stagnant. And this is the problem with people who are in their little cubicles all day long, day in and day out. I love it. Like my girlfriend has, uh, and she's listening to the podcast right now, Nicole, and she, uh, she had a Fitbit. So she'd get up and she'd go to the furthest bathroom to go take a break and, you know, so she could put more steps on her, um, on her Fitbit. And that little bit makes a difference in our health and our calorie burn and how our mind runs and feels and so on. So I agree with you 100%. It's a, that's a great thing. So here's a time hack, uh, something that I feel uh, most people get caught up in is distraction, right? Um, they, in, in the Stephen Covey management system, and he has a video if people want to watch it called um, Big Rocks, and it talks about the big rocks being your big priorities. You know, like this big rock is, you know, uh, um, I guess it would be, you know, vacation. Another one would be family. Another one would be uh, financial security. Another one would be, you know, retirement. Another, and then, the, then they've got all these little pebbles. And the little pebbles they call fires, mini fires, things that you have to do, um, change the roll of toilet paper, answer the phone. Even though you're in a project and the phone rings, you can't just ignore it because that could be your next student, right? So you've got to pick it up. Um, but those are mini fires, but quite often people have what I call onset ADD, um, you know, attention deficit disorder. And they, they, all of a sudden it's like, you know, uh, you know, Dory, you know, on, on Finding Nemo. This is like, uh, you know, or like in that other cartoon where they're like squirrel and they're off somewhere else, right? And the phone rings. Now all of a sudden they lost their train of thought. And that's why in you, you and I have it written down in our books because that could distract us. But yet we could then hang up the phone and go, what were we doing? Oh, right here. We're on our task, right? And we're able to pull ourselves right back in and efficiently get those tasks done. I have so many of my team members that I try to teach them, and I just had an employee who didn't like it because even though they knew the rules of time management, he didn't really do them. 
And uh, he knew how he could teach the lesson. He could teach how it was done, yet he didn't utilize it in his life. So anyway, long story short, um, one of those time hacks is getting distracted, right, and letting, letting a parent come up to you if you're at the desk doing phone calls. And they say, hey, you got a second? And now all of a sudden they're telling you about their day and their life and their kids and so on. Yeah, and I was going to add on to that. Uh, um, and this goes right into it. Yeah, this is beautiful when I learned it. Um, is when somebody asks you, hey, do you have a minute or do you have a second? You, your right. response should always, your, always, you know, is, is a no, but what do you need? Right. Now, you, you told me I that, don't say that to great. my spouse. I don't say that to right. my wife, okay? But, right. Uh, but everybody, or even my kids usually, but, um, you know, uh, but everybody else, it's no, what do you need? And so what that phrase does is that forces the individual to then brevity, um, make some brevity to their point, hopefully. Right. Not all the right. time, but hopefully. But mm-hmm. alongside that, you have to create, and I worked really, really hard for this, you have to create a culture inside of your school and also with your employees that everything is scheduled. Right. Everything is scheduled. You know, one right. of the things that my employees have to do when they answer the phone and somebody says, you know, hey, can I speak to the owner or is Mr. Brummett there or whatever, their response is, he's not available at the moment, um, but what is it that you need help with? Right. And th- no matter what, they, like if they say to them, um, well, I, I just need to speak with him and say, well, I can leave him a message, but uh, he's going to ask me what it is regarding and uh, right. I cannot not have an answer for him. Right. You know, and so they do. And it's beautiful because it forces that individual. And then I will tell you, eight or nine times out of ten, they can service them. They don't even need me. And um, so I work really, really hard to make sure that everything is scheduled, even so much so in my verbiage as well. Because I remember um, I went to an event. It was at a school in the evening. It was like 6 to 7 o'clock at night. And I told my brother needed to talk to me on the phone. I said, I'll be done at 7. I said, but I have another appointment at 7.30. I said, so I'll call you at 7. So I got out of that school. I immediately called him. I'm driving to my next appointment. Now, what is that next appointment? That next appointment was to go and have dinner with one of my best friends. And so I'm driving. My brother's talking. And, and I said, uh, I said, I got to let you go. I said, uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm almost at my next appointment. And, and he goes, he goes, what, what appointment is that? And I go, well, I'm having dinner with, uh, with Jason. He goes, that's not an appointment. I said, yeah. To me, it is. It's an appointment. Right. You know. Right. So yeah. it's it needs everything needs to be scheduled in such a way that one your your staff respects your schedule and understands that everything needs to be scheduled. You know, they right. can be interrupted. You cannot. Right. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm telling you, if you adopt the phrase "no," but what do you need? It's a mm. beautiful thing. Um, right. It's kind of similar to the phrase that I tell parents. You know, I tell parents, you know, no is a complete sentence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for them to yeah. tell their kids no, <laughs> you do understand that no is a complete sentence. <laughs> but anyways, right. uh, saying no, but what do you need? You know, obviously if they want to say, hey, I want to pay you, you know, the three years in full. Oh, yeah. Well, come on in. Right. You can take care of that right now. That's a little right. different story. So, And I even have parents that say, tell me, I say, no, but what do you need? 
they'll say, well, this, this, and this. I say, you know what? Um, let's go in the office and schedule a time. Uh, I might even have time this evening. Um, but I, you know, this is something that, that, that really I want to have, you know, you have my undivided attention when we're talking. Right. And most, right. most people, 9.5 out of 10 are totally fine with that. What they think or deem is an emergency really, really always isn't an emergency. Um, well, well now, I, I, I always say, too, uh, this is a big important thing, even with my coaching clients as well, that sometimes a priority for them is not necessarily a real true priority, right, just because they think it right at this moment, they want to yell at you because it's on their mind because they're upset at something. Um, you know, it, don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a priority, right, it's for them. So, so we have to make sure that we understand that sometimes this is what happens. You know, we have to make sure we do prioritize, and I like that, that you do that. So that's another great thing to schedule. Yeah, I was going to say the next one, um, and uh, I think this will be my final one, and then I'll let you finish, but uh, yeah. is uh, having uh, Google Voice. Uh, right. I have a Google Voice number, and I give out my Google Voice number to, and this sounds horrible, so please don't judge me on this, but I give it out to, to what I call B-list people, not A-list okay. people. Now, Allie... You're on my A list. You do have Good. my real thank you. <laughs> my my real number. But uh almost almost everybody starts on that number. And I'll I'll give you a a a real quick recent story. Uh lady at my studio, uh I help her out. She used to come in and would come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays and do mailers for me until I I got a service that uh actually does the mailers. But I still decided, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna help her out and let her kids still come for free. So right. she still she still had uh, access. She has access to my Google Voice number. Well, um, what was it? Thursday, February second. Um, her kid shows up to class. Now, mind you, January 31st was a Tuesday. So January 31st, all the leadership uh, lessons had to be turned in in order to be able to test in February. You don't turn it in. You don't test. I don't care. you got to right. start all the way over again at that belt level. Well, her daughter forgot to turn it in. Mm-hmm. So she went up to my uh, my head instructor. No, she went up to my second instructor and said, hey, you know, and he said, no. Uh, I'm, he goes, I'm sorry. He said it needed to be turned in. And uh, see, he goes, you're not allowed to test. And she goes, she was, you know, the girl was crying and mom's irate and, you know, mom said something to the person in the office. She said, well, Mr. Brummett's not here. And uh, she goes, well, I'll just call him. So I'm driving to Indianapolis, and mm-hmm. I've got my phone. You know, my phone is on my dashboard, right? And, and it's got the yeah. maps on it. And so I'm yeah. driving. I'm driving. And my, uh, it, the, the, the call comes in, and I just I hit ignore, and it goes to voicemail. Well, then my, my program director, we have a – uh, and I guess this might be another time hack. We have a program called Slack that we're able to Slack things back and forth. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, I, I use Slack a lot. But anyhow, um, she Slacked me. It'd be kind of like an instant messenger, if you will. It's more than just right. that. But anyway, she Slacked me, and it came across the screen, right? And so I was able to read it while I was driving on what it was, who it was about. And so I, I say all that because I didn't call her back. She called me right. probably five times that weekend. Did not call right. her back. I, te- I texted her from that number uh, Monday morning at, at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning and said, sorry, I've been out of town all weekend. I'll give you a call in the afternoon. 
She texted me back, oh, I'm sorry to bother you. So I say all that because I create barriers, and when I give out my Google Voice number, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, if anybody's, anybody's listening and I ever say this to you, you'll know that you've got my Google Voice number because I'll say to you, now, um, you know, here's my number, but unfortunately, I, I'm so busy that I don't respond very quickly. I will respond, right. but I don't respond very quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, you may have, you may not agree with me on this whole thing, but I create barriers. You know, I have a cleaning, um, uh, a cleaning lady that comes in on Wednesdays and she cleans. Um, and, um, but she has my Google voice. And part okay. of the reason why is because she likes, to, she, she's just one of those individuals that's a time vampire that wants to suck you dry. And uh, right. so I very, right. I don't very often respond quickly. And right. uh, by the time I do respond, the problem is either solved or almost over. Um, yeah. You know, she just needed uh, an ear. And I feel horrible saying this because it's not that I'm not compassionate, but you know as well as I do that when you go in to fix the problem, they don't want you to fix the problem. They just want right. to complain. And and right. I've never been – I'm a compassionate person, but I've never had patience – for people that aren't willing to uh, try to make make it different, right? So that being said, sorry, I went on a rampage. That's uh, so Google no, no, Voice, and that's my last time hack. Yeah, and and you know what? All of this stuff, if the listener will just take that into consideration um, and start to think about their own things. And here's the thing: this is what I did with my with my. And I, by the way, I used to do this called time journaling with my clients when I first started coaching them for this exact reason. This is probably one of the things that we did first before we actually got our coaching fully underway. And I'd say, Dwayne, you know, if you want to coach with me, I'd like to see like what you're doing throughout the day. Cause a, lo- a lot of times, you know, I have people that I coach and they'll say, I don't have any time to do this, 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 and this. And they, they're in the minute doing the, the, the day-to-day tasks that they feel are most important and they get stuck in those tasks, right? So I might say to them, I want you to journal your time. I would like for you to journal what you do from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed at night. I say it like this. The minute you put your head on the pillow to the minute you take your head off the pillow, and I don't need all the gory details. Like, I don't need to know what you did in the bathroom. I just need to know how much time you spent in the bathroom. I don't need to know whether you're going to the bathroom or whether you're showering. I just want to know, like, what you do throughout the day. And I also – and here's a, here's a funny story. I had a guy – who his dream was to be a martial art instructor full-time, and he also wanted to be a guitar player. I think I've told you this story before, I knew right? you were going to say the guitar player. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, and, um, you know, he'd say to me, you know, yeah, I'm playing my guitar, and I even bring it to the school. And I'm like, okay, write it down. When we went over his week of time, he literally spent like 45 hours on the guitar. He was at his school and at night at home playing his guitar, 45 to 50 hours a week, um, for like a week and a half, two weeks, he did this. And I'm like, dude, this is why you have no time for anything else. I said, yeah, you want to be a guitar player, but you're not going to go out and tour the, the United States. You just want to be a guitar player for, you know, for fun. Like, you want to be great. Um, so you have to prioritize and say, okay, I'm going to spend, even if you did eight hours a week or 10 hours a week, that'd be great. Two hours a day or, you know, 14 hours a week, two hours a day, seven days a week. I said, that's a lot of time spent. I said, but right now you could be taking those other 30 some odd hours and putting it into marketing, calling your clients back, um, you know, doing follow-up calls, you know, going out and meeting businesses in your area. 
the lists go on and on and on and on. And it's really all about getting caught. So they've, he would, he didn't realize he was doing this until we looked at the time journal. And here's the cool thing. Every part, every time people journal their time, um, we then colorize it, highlight it in different colors, and we give it categories, business, personal, pleasure, relaxation, whatever, and then we highlight those colors so that they could see throughout the day what they're focusing on, right? And then at the end of the week, we then transcribe those lists into events, and we say, okay, so on Monday you did this, Tuesday you did that, and we find that there are deficits in marketing, let's say, and then, you know, like, I, I didn't have time to put out flyers. Well, you have no time not to put out flyers. You, you can't be sitting in your office cleaning because you're cleaning for no one. So get out and market, you know, that kind of mentality. So when you time journal, you're able to actually see where you're spending time. And, and by the way, before when I said if you maximize your prioritized time, you could, if you want to be lazy, you could play your guitar for maybe 22 hours as long as you're getting focused on all the things that you need to do. But sometimes we just – I mean, even with my kids they, they, that I was doing this drill with, they don't know what they're wasting their time on. I'm like, you know, how much time are you actually – I had a kid who used to do this. He, he did the journaling for me two or three years ago. He's spending 45 hours a week on his computer playing video games. My daughter plays that stupid game on her iPhone, Two Dots, literally like eight hours a day. But she's in between. She'll do homework, and she's on there. She sits and watches TV. She's on this game. I actually can't stand it, and I try to limit her on it. But it's an addiction of hers, and I'm trying to work with breaking it on it. But um, so much time wasted on this stupid thing, right? So we right. have to prioritize. So that that's a time hack is not knowing what you're doing and not being able to prioritize because sometimes we don't know. So here's the thing. Everyone should listen in time journal. Take two weeks. I guarantee you one week is difficult enough, but try to do it for two weeks or three and write down every single thing you do because the first week is easy because you're – conscious of what you're doing and you're logging it so you may change your habits and go hey maybe i won't spend so much time doing this because you, you know you're logging it but after two or three weeks of doing it you, it starts to become your routine of what you normally do and then you realize that you know okay my goodness i can't believe over the last three weeks almost a whole month i've wasted this much time on hanging out online at starbucks or you know waiting online to get my favorite sandwich you know well, and, and that's what that's and that's the thing, right? You, 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 we think, oh my gosh, that takes so much time just to write all that stuff down. But when you right. uncover when you uncover the missing times or the missing opportunities inside of your business, and then you go back to the martial arts business manifesto and you find out what your time really is worth. Right. You think you don't have time? You don't think you don't have time now? Uh, you you will then quickly go, man, I don't have. I, 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 I have to make time, right? Because right. you see that you're, you're worth, you know, $22 an hour or $50 yeah. an hour or, or $100 an hour. Um, you know, that motivates you. And then you start to go, oh, my gosh, I'm wasting time. And let me quickly go back and say, with regards to the time journaling, that's not something you have to continue to do, um, you know, for the rest of your life. But I, I would encourage no. you to do, like Ali said, do the, do, do the two weeks initially. And then right. every quarter, every quarter, check yourself. Do another two weeks. Um, and then I would do that for a good two years. And then after that, I would chop it down to one week um, every single quarter. And, and, right. and just check yourself. So the first week of, the, of, of uh, you know, January, the first week of, of uh, April, the first – and so then it just becomes habit that you're going to double-check yourself because we all know that things that are not um, – 
you know, uh, are not measured cannot be changed. And so if right. we don't measure it and we don't know what's going on, then we can't, uh, we can't change that. And so right. to us, the unknown is just unknown. And so it's okay. It's when mm-hmm. we start to dig and go, oh, my gosh, that really is a problem. Right. Um, well, know, I, and then we have to face let me, it. Let me give you one more quick funny example. I love watching the TV show Alone, right? And Alone is about these guys and girls. They go on an island and have to survive on this island for um, alone for as long as they could do it. The last man standing makes a, a t- you know, ton of money. Um, and However, Allie, they get on the Allie, island. Allie, Allie. Yeah. Allie, that was not, not politically correct. The last person standing. Now, would you come right, on exactly, and get with yeah. it? Right, exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm getting gonna get in trouble. Um, but here's check this out. And they they're on this island, and you know they get there, and I'm always going first priority, a structure to sleep in, right? But they they wait, and then they you know, and then the second priority is food and water, right, and fire. Right, so, and I look at it like, okay, and then my life would be spent on building this structure. There was a guy on there, he had an, like, elevated house with windows, and he had, like, a stove top that he made with, with rocks, and, I mean, the guy was, but the guy ended up quitting. He was really good at all this stuff and making it, but he couldn't take the mental part. But anyway, for me, I look at it going, like, what's most important? What do you got to do for your business today to make it grow? What do you got to do today to keep your students happy? What do you have to do today to make sure that what you're doing in your business is moving you forward, right? Those are the questions you have to ask yourself on a regular basis. And if you don't, you're going to just keep on getting caught up in the thick of things. And then you're not going to go anywhere. Next week, you'll be in the same position. The following week, in the same position, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Right. So and anyway, that's my final thought is start to organize. Yeah. Take heed, guys, uh, you know, uh, to some of, the, some of these time hacks. I w- want to remind everybody, if you want to su- uh, subscribe to our podcast, you can do it at schoolertalk.com. Um, you can do it either through a Android or a iPhone device. Any of those are acceptable. And then we do have a webinar that's coming up this week. Um and I, for the life of me, it's escaping me. The webinar is about, oh, marketing. It's all about marketing. Right. So um, you can go to school. It's all about get, getting to, getting new students, right, and how to market quickly to through the door. Yeah. That's yeah, what it exactly. is. All right. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Right. You would think I would remember that. But anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, though. It's going to be a good one. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again, Allie, and we'll talk to you later. All right, Dwayne. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody.